Welcome to the Pixel Pals Podcast. My name is Xanadude and I am joined by my co-host, Zach. And today we have a great episode for you. We're going to be talking about Breath of the Wild because I've been finally playing that game. And we have some new games that are coming to the Switch and we have some new bits and we're going to talk about our Game of the Year episode. Zach, anything new going on with you? Um, nothing exciting or happy, if that's a question. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's all it's all just like, like, eh, whatever. We're in the dark times now. We are in the dark times. This is the darkest timeline. All right, so we're going to start off the conversation by playing, uh, talking about my playthrough of Breath of the Wild, one of Zach's favorite games. Oh, boy. It's took you long enough, dude. Holy moly. Yeah. I, I don't know how I've waited this long to play this game. It's, I mean, it's very well reviewed, and I'm a huge Zelda fan, so it feels like I procrastinated my homework for a really long time, yeah, and now <laughs> it, it feels really good to finally get it over with. Um, I'm loving the game so far. I have some qualms. I have some some irritations about the game, but I think that's just expected because it's such a branch from the genre. It's wildly different than a lot of the other Zelda games. Definitely. Lay, lay, lay some of these these qualms and irritations on me. So I, I'll talk about what I do like about the game at some yes. point. Um, weapon durability, I Terrible. know that this has been talked about. It is so frustrating at times when you're getting like mobbed by like six enemies and you're using like a weapon and it just breaks. Yeah. Kind of frustrating. I get what they were going for though. Mm-hmm. I, and it's funny. I feel like a way to fix this is you start the game out where you're only, you're picking up really shitty weapons. Like, Oh man, I got the rusty sword. I got the rusty spear. So yes, those break as you progress on. Maybe, Oh, you hit a village and Oh, okay. I can buy a good, I can buy a sword that won't break. It does terrible damage, but it won't break. Yeah. And then, as you go on, when you explore through the world, you find the breakable weapons, and then you can buy like a permanent durable weapon. I, I don't, think that would be better. I don't think I would be as frustrated if you could like craft weapons, but yes. you are based solely on what you find in chests and what you get off enemies. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm like, well, I wish I got like the recipe for this great sword because it was really good. And yes, they already have like really intricate cooking and you know crafting systems in the game. I thought that that was strange that I couldn't craft any weapons. Agreed. Especially, you know, it's not like this is one of the first times an open world game is being done ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. the game came out in 2017. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn came out a month prior to it and you could craft arrows yeah and stuff I, in yeah that game. i was talking to zach about this earlier i'm running out of arrows like no one's business and like i get that that's like part of the economy you have to be careful i'm playing i've been playing in a handheld mode because i lost my uh joy con <laughs> controller which zach brought me a new one but i'm i'm whiffing arrows left and right and for me like to do any of the the shrine no not the shrines the uh divine beast temples mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i i literally did the wind temple i'm calling it the wind temple because i don't remember vomito yeah. yeah okay uh and i ran out of arrows after like two shots on ganon space and i'm like well what do i do now yeah and just start hawking tree branches i was got <laughs> i was whiffing clubs at this guy and i came out with like two weapons which it's Granted, it's really easy to, like, get more weapons because, like, every enemy drops their weapon. And you can even find weapons just laying about in the world. There, you can run a... There's one spot that I used to just farm for weapons. It was the barracks. And granted, it's close to Hyrule Castle, so you gotta be careful of guardians. Yeah. Because those guys will mess up your day. Yeah, I... Um, that's, but, a, that's another thing that... I, I get why the guardians are there. 
it reminds me of like the things in metroid dread where neither of us have played the game but basically it's just like these really hard hard ass robots that kind of like keep you gated away from content until you're strong enough to get there yeah i think and i mean i've listened to interviews with people and it really with people who made the game and they said oh we really wanted to do that to like we really wanted you guys to get your teeth kicked in so that way you would come back later and i will say this it's doable I have beaten a guardian with only three hearts and I've gotten past them. It's hard. I just resave and do the shield block. I spent yeah. an hour and a half the first night I played the game because I ran into a guardian in a field and I didn't know you could just run away. I was like, oh, this thing's going to chase me. So I literally shield parried like you have to do it. What? Three, three times. Uh, Yeah, it's like two or three times. Yeah, it's three times. And I would always get the first two. And then obviously I'm getting one shot. And that mm-hmm. was before I had like the revive ability. So I'm doing two or like. It took me forever to kill one guardian. And then after I killed it, I ran down a hill and there was another one there. And I was like, the game does not want me to be here right now. So I'm going to turn around. And then I ended up leaving. So sidestep a little bit. Should games do that? Should games? Should should games gate games where the whole gimmick is exploration? Because I mean, yeah, you know, let's call it spade a spade. The gimmick of Breath of the Wild is exploration. Yeah, it's walking simulator. It is, and I love it. Should games, though, do that? Should they be like, we know you want to go here, but tough tits. Here's the hardest enemy in the game. I don't think so, but like, I don't think they do it really badly. But my idiot small brain made it so that I was like, oh, I should just be able to beat this thing. I'm just not good enough. Like, mm-hmm. So that's why I, I kept redoing the shield blocking. I was like, oh, they're trying to teach me a lesson here. Um, but, yeah, the, yeah, the lesson is run. <laughs> but the thing is, is, I feel like if I was younger, I'd be like, well, I'm not doing that. And I would run away. But yeah. I was taking it as like a pro gamer. And I'm like, well, I have to beat it. They want it's here. Why would they put it there if right. I couldn't kill it? So it really depends on how it's done. I think for the most part, they do a pretty good job. Because they, they give you those arrows, like the ancient arrows. Oh, yeah, dude. Which, love those things. Yeah, which eventually make it a lot easier for you to just... I mean, I'll resave so I don't waste an arrow every single time. Do you know the super secret about ancient arrows? Because if you don't, I won't spoil anything. But there, you can do some pretty neat stuff with ancient arrows. I do not, so please do not spoil uh, I won't say I, I know that you can one-shot a guardian with it, and that's oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, so you can do lots of other cool stuff with ancient arrows. But um, I feel like of games that... And I don't even want to call it... Like, you know, they're not gating off an area by putting these enemies there because you can beat them and you can do it if you're smart, even when you're on the weaker side when you first start the game. I look at games like The Witcher, which I'm currently replaying right now, and there are areas where I'm walking around and I'm level 12 and it is in the way. I have to cross through this area to get to the next quest marker. And they're like, oh, here's a level 35 griffin and I'm a level 12. And in The Witcher, the whole gimmick is gear-based weapons so i have all level 12 armor and weapons and a level 25 35 griffin comes there i there is no feasible way there is no oh i just gotta play smart that's not the case i'm dying and it's frustrating when it's okay so now i have to take an extra long route because the route that i need to go to to get to x objective like this guy's in my way and i think breath of the wild does a pretty good job of like no you can get around him you just gotta play smart 
Um, I have a few. I, well, I have a list of other things that are upsetting me. Well, let's, Still, let me hear a it. ten out of ten game. I'm not saying anything against it. No, but every game it has a is. It is a cooking simulator. <clears throat> um, I'm spending more time cooking things and making, uh, you know, potions, whatever, elixirs. I don't know why mm-hmm. they couldn't just call them potions. By the way, uh, potions and food than I am doing literally anything else. Yep. And there's no way to like save a recipe. You just have to like combine them, and there's no way to cook more than one thing at once. Like I, I want like the monster hunting, uh, the monster hunter cooking, where you could just like stay in your inventory the whole time. Like you just click, 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 cook, click, 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 cook. Right. The going through those animations every single time makes me want to bash my head into it. I will say the the little dance that he does when he's super excited was cute the first twenty times, and then when you're sitting at a pot for 20 straight minutes it is i don't I, know I what animation you're talking about because i the, press skip every single time there's one where it's like the the food sizzles it's like and he goes like ha and he does like a jump and he puts his hand up in the air like breakfast club style he's like yeah yeah i've skipped every single time because i'm like i don't want to see this yeah i'm not gonna lie whenever i do breath of the wild when i'm doing a super serious playthrough there is like i in the real world there is just like a good one day i just opened up and i'm like all right today's just my cooking day yeah and i just cook for like an hour to get all the different foods that i need for my adventure and it's funny because i feel like the farther you go and the better you get um the less food you're gonna use so then you're like oh i got so much food i don't i don't need to stock up like i'm good yeah i am definitely I got enough food not at that and then yet. what but then you're gonna hit a boss and then you're gonna use a bunch of food and then you're like shit i'm out of food yeah so it is it's kind of like <clears throat> you need to find the good balancing act and it's kind of tough the horse system is interesting, yet incredibly frustrating. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like that's something they should have focused oh, like maybe like five percent more effort on. Five percent. Half. I'm just gonna. Keep, I'm just gonna keep listening. Half of the horses you can't tame until you get an entire another stanima wheel because of how much they kick you off. Yeah. Um. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a cheater and. I have one of the amiibos. I have like 17 amiibos because I just love collecting dumb stuff. And one of the amiibos gives you a Pona immediately. I did not know that was an option. Yes. I know what an amiibo is. Do you but... want that amiibo so you can just get a Pona and be 100% bonded no, with it? I, no, because I spent three hours the other day getting yeah, no, horses horse. that I actually could tame and then registering them. Yeah, but, so that, that, but they're like dookie horses. But then, you, yeah, whatever. It's better than walking, mm-hmm. even though half the time you literally have to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to register them at these specific stables. If you use a tower and discover an area, it doesn't tell you where the stable is. Or maybe it does, and I'm just um, an idiot. You just have to, like, come up on it. No, yeah, yeah. When you discover a tower, it do- it doesn't start pointing them out. But when you come up on it, It'll be like, oh, here's the stable on the map. And then yeah. there's always a shrine next to a stable so you can yes. fast travel, luckily. Um, but yeah, there's like a little horse face icon. Um, but I will say, though, it's like you have to zoom in. Like, it's not like you can just find it easily. You can call your horse from 20 yards away or not at all. I will say this. It, it, no, no matter how bonded you get, it still sucks. But the more bonded you get with the horse, the it's kind of like in Red Dead, okay. um, the the farther away you can be and it'll hear your call. But you still, to an extent, which like, I get the realism aspect of it, but also I'm playing a game where there's talking bird people and fish that want to fuck me. Yeah. So, um, spend the realism a little bit there. Like, come on. I had a, such a hard time getting these two horses that I named Fifi and Bibi, and... 
I mean, you spend the money to register them. And then like, I mean, obviously my bond isn't a ton because I don't use them that often. Right. Because you have to go to a stable and nine times out of 10, the stable's not really close to where you're going to. No. Or you're trying to get to a shrine where you have to like climb up a mountain. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> how how can you not come? Come. Just yeah, come j- here. J- just get your just, ass over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really frustrating. Um, I will give you a pro gamer tip. If you want to really bond quick with your horses just feed them apples if you just if you just hold apples in your hands you did can not walk. know that was a thing <laughs> yeah so, dude, no i'll do you can that. you can like feed them apples and carrots and stuff and then they're like oh thanks for the snack um some of the carrots actually if you give your horse i want to say it's a swift carrot um it gives them a not not a permanent it gives them like a um a stamina increase for a little bit um, which is pretty cool I think the Great Fairy Fountains is a really cool idea. I like what they did with the Great Fairy Fountains yeah, I, in, in this game. I, I Yes. I think I think that's solid. I kind of like the Korok Seed where you increase your inventory. Um, it gets annoying, though, because... It gets really annoying because at this point, I need to spend like an entire day of me playing the game like getting more Korok Seeds because I'm run out of inventory space like no one's But also, sense. have you found his permanent resting spot? Uh, no, I know he's like in the forest. I, I just turned in the last one where he was at the second spot. Cause he's, mm-hmm. he starts off next to Kakariko village and then he's like over next to, and then he gets uh, lost. Yeah. He gets like lost and he ends up at a stable and then yeah. he gets closer at a different stable and then he ends up in the woods. Oh, okay. So I need to go find him at the different stable. Yeah. I don't have any correct seeds because like, I don't know. Some of the some of the times they're like super easy. You're like, oh, that's obvious. Like that yes, hole. They're supposed the, to go in that hole. Uh huh. And then there are others. And I nine out of ten times I know what the solution is, but it's hard to do. Like there's ones where it's like, oh, here's three acorns that are jumping up over the trees, and you got to hit it with an arrow, but they're going seventy five miles an hour. Have fun. And it's like, what the heck? It's like you got to do some like real like you got to like jump and do. the slow time and hope you get lucky kind of thing like it sucks yeah there for as many hindrances as i've found in the game i'm still very much enjoying it it's 10 out of 10 what are some things that you absolutely adore i absolutely adore um the non-linear progression system of temples i Mm -hmm. think that was something really smart of them to do um instead of being like you need to do the elephant and then you get to do the bird and inside of the elephant you unlock the hook shot that you'll only use in the elephant yeah. and maybe one other area of the map but other than that i like how they give you all your runes straight up off the bat mm-hmm. you're like you're not gonna get any more and these are what you're gonna use i don't really use the runes as much as really I, I use them a bunch the bombs do no damage i use them for like opening stuff up have you been to the ancient tech lab and seen Pura? because you can upgrade the bombs so they do more damage i've okay note noted um i've been there but i <laughs> yeah, haven't yeah. upgraded them um the cry the cryo one you know if you're it's around water stuff, but, but uh i use stasis but like half the time if i'm gonna use stasis to like hurt something like you have to you know freeze the thing smack it around and then hopefully it goes in the same direction of where the thing is at i'll just say you might want to go visit the uh the ancient tech lab again because okay. uh it stays the stasis one is a must-have oh Alrighty, so uh, the one I use a shit ton is the magnetizer. Oh, dude, have, that one's so good. If they have like a, a metal box like around a camp, I just like will pick it up, fling it up in the air, and then just watch it like absolutely murk someone. Dude, Box Buddy, he's and the best. Most of the time, it 
murks me as well. Yeah, I like to play the, the, the ranged game with the boxes where I pick them up and then I extend it and then I just swing it around yeah. and I whack them with it. That's my favorite. I saw this guy on TikTok who picked up one of the metal doors. Oh, yeah. And he was literally used that as a weapon for like half the game. Oh, heck yeah, He just man. ran around the metal <laughs> door and dropped it, it on people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy knows what's up. Big brain right there. Um, I like the art style for it, too. I feel oh, like it's, it's a really good marrying of like Wind Waker and Twilight, and Princess. Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. I feel like they really meshed those three together. Because um, for all of Skyward Sword's flaws, I loved the art direction that Skyward Sword had. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, Besides Breath of the Wild, the Skyward Sword is my favorite art style for any of those games. I love the like the Assassin's Creed type, like discovering the map where it's like, mm-hmm. climb this tall tower and you mm-hmm. will see around you. Except it's not that you see around you. It's like the information gets dripped into your Sheikah slate. Dude, so cool. Do you not? Did this game come after Horizon Zero Dawn? It came out like two months after. I, I If it was any more than that, I'd be like, man, they really copied the shit out of Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, no, Zero no, Dawn. because it is legitimately the... Almost the exact same thing, except these two games are way too similar. No, but it is a coincidence. Like no, the games such... are so close together, right? And like, and I will say this: like, they were both in development. I think for about the same amount of time. You think they were giving notes to each other? Or it's just like, oh, that looks sick. Wait, wait, robot, robot animals. Yeah. Dope. Okay, I'll write that shit down. Write, write that, that shit down. down. So, 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 how about this? You do dinosaurs, and we'll just do octopuses. We'll just yeah. keep land octopuses. Yeah. I don't. You guys do everything else. We just want the octopuses. Yeah. It's gonna seem like magic, but it's actually technology. Um. Yeah. I feel like Nintendo is too big to. Oh yeah. To 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 be associating with Gorilla, unfortunately, and Gorilla, great studio. Um. I feel like they're just finally getting on the map of like recognition that they deserve now that they've done That's, Horizon. Oh yeah, and with a. Uh you know west forbidden west yeah forbidden west yeah. coming out soon um because like i mean grill has been around for years but nobody knows about them they, yeah. all they did was kill zone and kill zone was good game i loved i, loved I, I, I really like kill zone kill zone was fun i'm but... super excited for horizon uh, oh. i hope my computer can run my it. my buddy my best friend just bought horizon zero dawn after me bugging him for five years to buy it you know that shit's not coming out on switch Oh, no, no, no. No, it's only going to be PC and PS5. Yeah. And I think PS4 as well. Oh, it's not on Xbox? Nope. Nope. It's oh. a Sony exclusive. <laughs> so I, so it'll be on PC for sure, PS5, and I'm going to assume PS4 since there's not enough ps So you don't get Halo, but you get Horizon. Exactly. Okay. I, I'd make that true. I don't get Halo, but I do get God of War. Yeah, that's I true. do get Spider-Man. I do get Horizon. So I get a lot of good stuff. I just I don't get Halo. You won't get... Um... You won't get the new Elder Scrolls though. That's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, Xbox, I know, PC. I know that that one that one hurts my soul a, a lot. I feel like by that time you'll have your own gaming computer. Let's, give let's it, hope. give it a matter of time. Let's hope, right? I gotta when get a house first. I don't have any space in my tiny little apartment. That's to, true. To this, have a this whole thing PC. is a, is a setup. Um, so yeah, Breath of the Wild is an amazing game. I would highly recommend it to anybody who hasn't. If there's anybody out there who actually, I think you, I think you are. Of the 10 people that have never touched this game that are of age, because I will say, I do have a nephew that's about to be one, and he's even touched the game, because I played it, and he's come over and been like, oh, what's this about? And he's moved Link around. Your one-year-old said, what's this about? Well, in his brain, he did. Very he didn't verbal. Oh, uh, you know what I mean. It's going to be a genius. <laughs> he already is a genius. <laughs> um, but yes, I think of the people that are of age to actually play this game and understand it, you are one of 10 that haven't 
but but you are now, so I'm. Before really we move not... on, just for my own, do the, does the DLC add anything to the story, or is it mostly like armor, like cosmetic, like trials? It adds unnecessary story things. It's more just like, oh, this is Princess Zelda going and assembling the gang, and that's about it. Okay, because I know once I finish this game, I'm gonna be like, well, what's left? Like, and I'm gonna yeah, get it, the DLC. I I bought the DLC because I'm a sucker. It's not it. I it's, too am a sucker. It's like like do it. It's fine. It's fun. It's not, and I it sucks because The Witcher has broken all DLCs for me because like The Witcher DLC is. St- stupid how good it is and all of the extra stuff it gives you for like and then i go and buy any other dlc and i'm like oh why can't it be blood and wine yeah it for me that's like fallout like far harbor but exactly like yes those, no and like they're, just, fa- fallout they're basically work. like their own games yes and i it which and i feel like that because i will say this the dlc that nintendo has for breath of the wild i know there is no part of my brain that's like oh man why don't we even think of this and not put it in the game they thought of it. They were like, eh, we'll, just do we'll DLC. save it for DLC. Right. Like, whereas, like, I played Blood and Wine in The Witcher, and I'm like, oh, no, I could totally see them being like, oh, shit, like, why don't we do any of this stuff in the game? Well, I mean, I guess, like, yeah, well, we'll why don't we just throw it in, into a DLC? But, which is unfortunate. That's another conversation yeah. for another day. Um, before we go to break, since we were talking about Breath of the Wild, I did want to talk about the Halo Infinite campaign. Uh, more and more information is coming out on this, and it's looking pretty cool for a game that Zach will never be able to play. I'll watch the. I'll watch it on YouTube. Yeah. It's fine. So, uh, the, basically, the premise of the Halo Infinite campaign is just like Breath of the Wild. It is linear. I, yes. it's so, so it's non-linear. So you can do all these different challenges and all these different objectives. Um, so it's going to be a first. So it's going to be a FPS open world type thing. Or? Yeah, it's open world. It's not oh, levels. It's so you're awesome. in Halo Infinite. You're in like a giant map. That's gonna be so. Awesome. And you get like um, I don't want to say like companions, but like you have like Marines that will follow you. Right, and you right, can, right. Like, recruit them. Is it similar to like the guns for hire type thing in previous Far Cries, where it's like, oh hey, random guy named Luke, come with me. I think it's gonna be similar. I don't know. Again, this is just like based off of what you know early access people have been able to play. Mm-hmm. But I heard a, a story about this guy who like you know has his marine, but then he was eventually able to outfit him with like a rocket launcher. Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Now they're riding around and like taking out these points. Yeah, that's similar to Far Cry Five's, um, not as in depth. Like the one in Far Cry Five, it was just like, oh hey, you're a dude with a sniper, come like in just some like random embassy yeah. with a sniper, come hang out with me, and then. As this guy got more kills, he got, like, better abilities. We're like, oh, he can tag enemies now. But I couldn't ever change his equipment. Yeah. But um, that's that's awesome. But, yeah, it's going to be open world. You can uh, do do the main quest or any of, like, the, the side quests, which I think is cool. That's dope. Um, and, yeah, it just seems – and you can do these things, like, you get, like, valor points. And you use those so to, like, cool. upgrade yourself and upgrade, like, the people around you. And, yeah, so – it's gotten really good early access reviews, oh, um, yeah. something that we're definitely excited for. I know I am. Um, hopefully, again, my computer will be able to run it when it, it comes out. <laughs> um, who could you kick the shit out of in Halo? Uh, no oh, one. Oh, <laughs> the God. answer yeah, is no one. That, okay, that is... <laughs> no, I could, ki- I could kick the shit out of, like, a grunt. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think Cortana. I could just drop kick one of those. I, I'm I'm a little dude. I think I could take out Cortana, maybe, if I'm lucky. Just download a virus. 
Yeah, even then that's pushing it. Did you see that TikTok I sent you of someone that modded the needler with hot dogs? Oh yes, the glizz, <laughs> just, the glizzy. The, the, yeah. the, oh my god, that so, absolutely sent me. Um, so for those of you that haven't seen it, there's some there's a TikTok floating around where someone modded their Halo game so that way the needler shot just cooked hot dogs so it was just so when he pulls on the needler the, these floppy hot dogs just start they hanging. looked uncooked to me because they or, were yes, so floppy just, sorry that's yeah. what I meant that's what I meant I meant I said it cooked I meant uncooked um, so he's just shooting raw hot dogs it's oh man it was so funny the creativity is beyond anything that I would expect but yep alright we are going to take a quick break and when we come back here's what you can look forward to we're going to talk about some Switch games that are coming out we're going to talk about what me and Zach would pick for our game of the year. Uh, and we have a few new segments that we're going to add. So uh, stay tuned and we will be right back. All right, we are back. And this next segment is going to be all about what we would choose for game of the year this year and why. Um, I Zach had written down his choice and he needs to defend himself or at least explain his choice. So Zach, what did you choose and why for your game of the year pick? <clears throat> Far Cry 6. <laughs> um, you know, me personally, this year has not been stellar for games. I'm big on, like, AAA games. Um, I like indie games, but I, I really, I focus more so on the AAA, big action, busting heads and everything. Just super, like, wow, production value. This is why we're counteract each other. Exactly. Um, in terms of big AAA games... Not a lot has happened this year, unfortunately, and I think unfortunately it's due to the pandemic. Um, but I mean, I can name like the five biggest on one hand, and it's Cyberpunk, Deathloop, Ratchet and Clank, Far Cry, and Returnal. Returnal, yeah, probably. Like that's about it. Like, All right, so why did you choose Far Cry Six? What about it really drew you to it? I just it was just a lot of fun. That's like the most fun I've had playing a game in a little while. You know, like like genuine fun like you know like like i have fun playing every single game but the last few big games that i've played it was like ghost of tsushima and the last of us and like those like they're fun to play they're heavy yeah they're heavy far cry is a lot lighter it is far cry is a even though this one seemed to have a pretty dark storyline yeah but it's still but just the way they handled it it's still like you know you're driving around as danny rojas and she's singing along to the radio and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, you get to have a freaking chicken as, like, attack, like, like a legit, like, cockfighting chicken as, like, a companion that goes around and, like, messes up bad guys and stuff. And it's, it's just, just really sandboxy. It's super sandbox. It, it very much is, like, you know, checklist sim- simulator. Um, but I think it's kind of just what I needed. It just, it's just a fun time. It's fun to just turn it on and go and dick around and stuff. Um, and the story was, it was serviceable. I think... It's the best story since Far Cry 3. Is there much to do once you've beaten the game? Is there, like, a different mode? Is there, um, like, things that you still need to complete? Yeah, they throw they throw some... I mean, it's not, like... It's, it's nothing to write home about, you know? It's like, a, oh, you know, you killed Castillo, but he's still got supporters out there. Go hunt them down. And so they give you a week real-world time, and you have to complete certain things throughout the week to uncover who it is. And I actually kind of like that if it wasn't time-based because then, like, great, okay, I turn it on and it takes me about an hour to do all that stuff and then I got to wait six more days. Yeah. I think if they did it 
like, okay, here's just a list of 10 people go through this checklist to uncover their identities and go get them. I think that would have been better. Um, but I, I, I still think it's a very cool idea. Um, I think they could have improved it a little bit, but whatever. Um, they got um, a round of DLC coming out right now where you can play as the villains and they have their own contained stories. Like, the the first one was, vo- like, I, I haven't gotten played it yet and I need to go play it. It's, um, you get to play as Voss. Um, and, like, it's, like, his own little contained story, and then you'll get to play as another villain. Oh, that's pretty Um, cool. later on, like, when they release more. Yeah, and it, it looks really neat. Um, so I'm... Is it free? Free DLC? No. Oh, but, um, I... Sad. Yeah, I bought the, like, gold edition because it gave me a free PS5 upgrade because I pre-ordered the game before I had a PS5. Ah. Uh, so, but I knew I was getting a PS5 at some point, so I bought, like, the edition that gave me the free upgrade. What another difference between both of us? I don't. I haven't pre-ordered a game in probably eight years. I legit have Forbidden West sitting on my PS5 with like the countdown. Like you have 129 days until you can play this game, and I'm like, why did I do this? I know. That. Especially, especially because I, I don't know why. In my brain, I'm like, oh, let me digitally pre-order a game. It's not like it's not like I need to pre-order a freaking digital game i can get it whenever the fuck i feel like i used to pre-order games because it was in the era where like they could run out of copies and you wanted to get that copy i pre-ordered skyrim i pre-ordered uh all the the old halos oh yeah so no 100 percent. but so yeah it's one of those things where now it's just sitting on my drive tantalizing me and uh, you know what i made my bed and now i gotta sleep in it all right do you want to know what mine is i think i know what it is well i don't want to tell you all right deal all right fine i'll cave um, I am choosing Inscription for my right. game of the year. Squirrel um, Killing Simulator 2021, so I, right? Basically, <laughs> I had to pick an indie game because I am uns- insufferable. Um, <laughs> and I, I just don't think any AAA studios really blew it out of the water. They really year. didn't, though. And that's what's sad. Like, I mean, look at me. It's My game of the year is Far Cry 6. Like, really? Like, and that just goes to show how lacking the... Um, the triple a's are actually you know what kana might and now that i think about it kana 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 and far cry are like neck and neck for me okay so i picked inscription which was developed by daniel mullins games and published by devolver digital yep and i chose this game because first off it's easily my favorite genre of game of all time it is a roguelike card deck building simulator where except there's like a horror twist where you're locked in the cabin with this old man mm-hmm. um and it's creepy and the the one thing that really didn't draw me in was the music and the atmosphere it's good it's spooky but like it gets so repetitive and annoying that Mm -hmm. i most of the time i just turned it off but it was just such a revolutionary way to tell a story um they added a lot of cool features and the thing is is that it basically reinvents the game after like every major chapter after major every major like accomplishment where like the rules or the board changes up on you and I don't want to spoil too much because I know we're going to have some people that play it. Um, and if I kind of say what those changes are, it'll kind of give you maybe not unfair advantage, but you may not want to dive into the story. But the graphics are like a PS1 era, like very polygony. Um, there's it, the art style is just very interesting. And again, for an indie game, like I was absolutely blown out of the water and it was like 20 bucks. So definitely bang for your buck on that one. Um, so that was my game of the year. Am I allowed to have two honorable mentions? Yes. Um, definitely Guardians of the Galaxy and Canterbury of Spirits. Um, I don't know why they're not my game of the year. I think I just, I don't know, Far Cry 6 just kind of 
did something for me. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh my god, like I'm going to remember certain things from Far Cry 6 for a long, long time. Specifically things that happened in the end of the game, like in the final moments of the game, it really knocked it out of the park for me, which I don't think Guardians did. Kana definitely did as well, but Guardians didn't quite for me. But yeah, Far Cry, and I won't spoil anything, but the ending of Far Cry 6 is nuts. It really, I, and with those kinds of games, I'm usually like, okay, I know what's going to happen here. Do not see it coming. Do you want to hear my runner-up? Yes. Um, we have not talked about this game on the podcast yet. Uh, it is a game called Wildermyth. Mm-hmm. And Wildermyth is a procedural procedural story-based turn, you know, turn-by-turn action RPG and it's the closest you can get to playing D&D by yourself. Um, so you, you know, choose your party of adventurers and they go off uh, and it basically they grow older with each combat. They really? grow, uh, you know, in one thing I got like cursed by like a crow lady. And so my <laughs> character's head turned into a crow and that gave me a bonus on like perception or something like that. Like, I don't remember exactly what it did, huh. but like for the rest of this, like, self-contained story i had a crow head and it's like those little changes like that that really kind of change your character the graphics like if you screenshotted it and sent it to someone they'd be like who drew this like it they're not great but it is procedurally generated so that you won't get the same story every time um you know even if you're replaying certain stories like you could make choices and do things um if you liked like turn-based action fighting games like Final Fantasy and stuff like that, or like the older Final Fantasies. I don't know if Final Fantasy is turn-based anymore. But if you like those, you would definitely like Wildermyth. It's 25 bucks on Steam. It's definitely worth a checkout. Nice. And we are going to pivot. We're going to pivot. We're going to pivot. Um, so we have a few new segments about this um, on this podcast. Uh, we have not prepared these in advance, so uh, excuse us if they don't go as smoothly as Nah, they it's going to make it more fun. All right, so the first one is called Guess the Game. Someone has to explain a game horribly, and the other has to guess. Um, and I can go first. Yeah. Okay, it's a fighting game mm-hmm. with lots of famous people in it. Mm-hmm. They have famous quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are lots of different environments and there's also like some combos and other things you can do with those characters. My family's Thanksgiving 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very no, close. No. no, I kid, I kid. My family gets along great. Um, my gut wants to say injustice. Wow. That was, that was exactly what I was Stop! thinking. Stop! Yes. Yeah, I I was literally thinking injustice. Oh man, I I thought I wasn't giving you enough with that too. No, and see, I thought injustice was a stretch because like yeah, like Superman's famous, but he's not like I don't know. Dang. Okay. Um, I gotta make him harder next. Time. I gotta do a worse job explaining the game clearly. Okay. Middle aged man goes on mass murder sprees to find really useless junk. Uh, The Last of Us. No. Uh, close though you're really close uh, you're really uh, close uh the witcher no 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 circle back over to the last of us realm uh, uh um the last okay so what's similar to the last of us 
I, I, I do not know. Uncharted? Uncharted? Oh, I, I do know that I've never played an Uncharted game. I was worried. I, I, I was worried about I know that of too. the franchise, but yeah. I don't think... I think you could have given me a lot more hints. Than I I, yeah, I, I could have. I could have. Um, yeah, it's like a running joke in the community that Nathan Drake is a mass murderer. And they even touch on that in, in one of the games where... Are we going to talk about the movie at all? Um... I like Tom Holland. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, you know what? I I really because Uncharted is a series that I really, really love, and I'm hoping I just you know I I'm gonna I and it's and it's weird because Mario is also a series that I love, but I feel like they've done so many shitty movies with Mario that it's easier for me for me to be like no none of this. Whereas they've never made an Uncharted movie before. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'll be hard to mess up, but. Yeah. Those will also be. The I'm ones guessing that I there's going to be a surprise cameo from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm calling it now. <laughs> um, also, when the Mario trailer drops, I sent Zach a bingo sheet that we're oh going to use to play to play when the trailer comes out. So that's something that's definitely going to be a segment. In the future. Oh, absolutely. Um, for, for, for this for this uh, poorly explaining games, we'll definitely. I think we'll we'll. I'll me personally, I'll make a list of games to to go off of too yeah we'll flesh this out a little bit yeah but it, it's just it, it's a fun time all right i have a question for zach this is our new segment it's called game of the year something i don't know um so basically i'm gonna ask zach what the game of the year was for a old year at this point we're talking about the year 2006 and then if you can't name the game of the year he has to name a game from the top five rated games from that year <laughs> um or maybe even a couple if you think that you're good enough and I have the list up, uh, and I've also memorized a lot of these because some of these are absolutely iconic. There's so many of your favorite games and franchises in this year that I know it's going to be hard for you. Um, okay, so 2006, what do you think the game of the year was? It was definitely a Zelda game. And I want to say it was Twilight Princess. I fucking hate you. Was I right? Oh my god. Okay, so that was before ah! they actually did standard game of the year, but that was the best-selling game of that year. Oh was man. Tw- was, he... was for the Wii and the GameCube, because yes, it came and, out on two different consoles. And you know what's funny? In my brain, I don't know why I think this, but I, Twilight Princess screens 2008 Do you know me? what the Metacritic score for that game is? Probably 7,000. I don't it's know. Like nine, it's like 97. And Which we is sh- ridiculous, and we, because it's not even that good. We shit all over that game on the Zelda episode that now I'm like, are we the bad guys? No, no. It's the same thing. And we talked about this before we were recording. Um... Last year, The Last of Us Part Two won Game of the Year, but I don't think it should have. I think Ghost of Tsushima was a far and away better experience, but I think it's because it's a Last of Us game, and I feel like it's that kind of thing of, well, Skyward Sword won Game of the Year. Yeah. Why? Okay, so name another year, uh, name, name another game that came out that year. Um, Probably a Smash Brothers, right? I feel like a Smash Brothers came out that year. Name a non-Nintendo game. I don't know if I can. <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank, I feel like, probably did something. Or maybe Jack and Daxter. Ooh, what about Sly Cooper? Did Sly Cooper do something that year? God, you're missing some very important ones. That Halo. Um, I actually don't know. Let me check. I'm sure but... Call of Duty did did one that year. Yeah, but we don't care about those games. Yeah, you're right. I know. Okay. Um. Oh, Gears of War. What? Yeah, okay, Gears of War, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Wow, I'm missing the mark. Metal what? Gear Solid 3? I, yeah, I don't care about that. Um, Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero 2. 
uh, Ghost Recon, Burnout, Splinter Su- Cell, new Super, new Super Mario Brothers. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, there was a lot that came out this year. NCAA football. No, I'm just kidding. Half Life <laughs> Two came out that year. Wow, you yeah. You weren't a PC kid. No, I wasn't um, a PC kid. That Kingdom Hearts Two. Oh wow, jeez, yeah. I'm missing a lot of big ones. Yeah. But see, and this is the problem where it's like a lot of these games. I think in my brain are like, oh, that came out in 2008. Wait, Dax- wait, wait. Daxter did come out. That wait, wait, hand. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. More, more, more. Okay. Um, more, 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 more. Oh my God! Yes. And you know what's funny? I was like, oh, Lego Star Wars definitely. Like Lego, one of the Lego Star Wars games definitely came out that year because I remember being so hyped because I had been begging my dad. I've been saving up all my chore money for it, and he promised that he would go try to get it for me after school. And when he picked me up from acting class, yes, I did acting. <laughs> come at me. When he picked me up from acting class, the first thing I said was, "Dad, were you able to get it?" And he goes. Buddy, I'm so sorry I got there, but they were all sold out. Little did I know that this motherfucker went behind my back and pre-ordered it like three months ago. Anyways, as a surprise. So I get home, and it's sitting on top of my Xbox, and I lost my mind. That's crazy. Uh, That was a good year for games, dude. I know. (laughs) Well, it's so funny because it's like, you know, people are like, oh, 2018 was the best year for gaming ever because God of War came out that year, and... Spider-Man came out that year and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't know. 2006 is 2000, probably my favorite year game. Damn, right I know. Now. But even, but honestly, like the lineup for next year. Oh, yeah. It's pretty stacked. stacked. Like people are going to be talking. Like 2022 is going to go down in infamy, dude. Let's give them something. To talk, talk about. about. All right. Um, we have, before we end on our discussion of Spooderman, uh, I'm just going to give you a couple hot games on the Switch right now that you should be playing if you haven't already. Loop Hero comes out in uh, on the Switch this month. So does Life is Strange True Colors. Paper Mario. If you're a Mario <laughs> fan or an RPG fan, you definitely need to play this once in your life. It is unforge- unforgettable. Dude, it is, it's unforgettable how good that game is. Yeah, it's seriously a, a So dumb. One. That's when I got to revisit. I haven't touched that game uh, forever. Well, you can this month on the Switch. I, I and play. The Forgotten City. The Forgotten City is an indie game. Um, of course and it is kind of like a roguelike but more like social interactions it's really good if you're a fan of history if you're a fan of like uh detective or sleuth games you'll really like this one and it's 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 quick too it's not it's not a long haul give me a game that's similar to it that i would know i like the outer wilds maybe oh okay 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 cool i would say that's the again that's a close that's not that close of a comparison because the outer wilds is fucking wild i don't know if you played that recently or the dlc no, but no. i i want to do a whole episode on that where we both play it because hell yeah that it, it's a really good game i'd do that um spider-man it's a really Spider-Man. good time to like spider-man right now why is that zach um because spider-man no way home comes out in two weeks um yes i already got my tickets um then the tickets crash the websites by the way people could not order tickets i had to go get I had to get my tickets at a really run-down theater the town over. You bought and... tickets in person at a place? No, 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 online. Oh, okay. but But, like, the tickets are for a theater in the town over from us at a really run-down theater. I know, and I'm I like, know what you're talking I'm about. I'm like, oh, yikes. Place is scary. Well, you know, but I'm going with a group, so I feel a little bit more safe. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I don't want to make it seem like that place is, like, scary because of Oh, no, 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 no. It's I'm just, like, a run-down mall. Oh, yes, yes, 100%. Um... So, No Way Home comes out. It's going to be like a cinematic experience. Then they just dropped the Into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer. Um, the movie's called Spider-Man Across the Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah, that's why. Part freaking 1. So that comes out next year. Um, Insomniac announced Spider-Man 
two, the, 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 the sequel to their critically acclaimed and my 2018 game of the year, Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what two means. Nonza means a sequel. Thank you. And then Disney Plus announced that they're doing a cartoon about um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man called Spider-Man Freshman Year. So it's going to cover Peter's freshman year of, of high school and, you know, when he first gets his power. So I think it's going to be their take on the Spider-Man origin story I for the MCU. I can't watch Uncle Ben die again. Um, I my, can't my, either. My little heart doesn't have it in I, me. I think it's a good thing that they're doing it this way, though, because I swear to God, fast rewind to 2017 when Spider-Man Homecoming came out. If it was another fucking Uncle Ben dies story, I, I would have hated it. I think it would have been... The... This time he has leukemia. <laughs> well, like, honestly, like, in... Uh, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming is my favorite spider-man movie and one of my favorite movies period you're missing something it's also spider-man the- fortnite season baby okay well not it's not all spider-man theme but, but like season, uh, the season finale of chapter two was on saturday and that means it's, uh, season three launched on sunday and spider-man is kind of like the uh, theme. Sp- the theme of it it is like the end of the battle pass you get spider-man skins which I'm hyped for because Dude. I still play Fortnite and I love it. I but... know. I mean, and I was checking out some of the skins. Like, they got shirtless Doc Ock in there. That's yeah, going to be dope. They have they got a bunch Spider-Man. of Spider-Man. They got stuff a, in there. That, it, like, I will say this. As much shit as I talk about Fortnite, they knock it out of the park with their theme yeah. events. And they do re- a lot of good they stuff. They redid with it. all the guns. They added in new. Red Dot's like, right? Every, yeah, they, it's going to be. It, it's a very different season. I'm excited about that. Um,. But yeah, if you it's it's a good time to be a Spider Man fan. I was I was telling Xanadu. You want to know a secret? Yes. I haven't seen. I saw Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh, Far From Home yet. It's it, not as good as Homecoming. Still with, really the good. The one with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, not as good as Homecoming. Still really freaking good. Yeah, I bet um, it is. I'm gonna have to see it eventually. Yeah, I well, and definitely like, Far From Home isn't gonna make a lot of well. I mean, it will. It's pretty straightforward what they're doing, but like. Yeah, it's it just it. It'll I can't, be that I more can't watch the new one without seeing that one. I know, man. You're gonna have to figure it out because unfortunately, since it's a Sony property, not on Disney Plus, which is so weird because I don't understand how Disney's able to do a Spider-Man cartoon on Disney Plus, but they can't have the Homecoming and Far From Home on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, if there's one thing we learned a lot about Disney in the last episode, Jesus Christ. I'm surprised that they can't. I know I, the, it'll get up eventually because I guess Tom Holland is now signed on for three more Spider-Man movies. But I think it's going to be more Sony-helmed than Disney-helmed. So we'll see. Three more? So he's going to have six in the... Supposedly. Tobey Maguire who? I know, like, right? I, I can't believe that. Bro, also, come at me in the comments, everyone. Tobey Toby Maguire's Spider-Mans have the same issue that Ocarina of Time has, where all y'all put them on a pedestal that they don't deserve to be on anymore. I'm going to... Again, gonna, anymore. I, Okay. At the time, they deserved to be there. But you go back and you watch Spider-Man 1, and you are going to laugh at how bad it is. I'm sorry, everybody. This is the last episode of Pixel Plus, because <laughs> me and Zach are going <laughs> to brawl outside after this. I'm just saying. No, I, I agree. But for the time, I, no, wait, yeah, if no, I have to open it up with for the time, I know that your argument is valid, because you're going to be like, yeah, they were good at the time. You know what I really hate, though? I think we can all agree that the, Andrew, no, that the Andrew Garfield ones kind of suck. Um yes it because he's the cool guy but also but also and i feel like it sucks because of the early 2000s ones it's like well okay shit what are we gonna do we can't do nerdy peter parker who delivers pizzas because they already did that we just saw that five years ago we can't do green goblin and doc we just saw that so i feel like it wasn't his fault it wasn't his fault it really wasn't um i think 
in Amazing Spider-Man 2, Andrew Garfield has one of the best Spider-Man suits. I love that one. Really cool. But Tom Holland's suit from uh, Far From Home, uh, like the red and black one, dope as hell. Super okay. Cool. I know that you're not a huge fan of the Tobey Maguire ones, but anymore. Think, of, think about all the memes that we have gotten from that. Pizza time. Pizza time. The the where he has the, I'm the emo hit, hair. I'm gonna put dirt in your eye. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> no, it's no, it's great. And it's, no, I it it sucks. It's I feel like the Tobey Maguire ones kind of run into the same problem that the new Star Wars movies have, where they do like three things in a row that's really great. And then they do one really, really, really stupid thing. And it's like, oh, man, like, really? Like, why? Like, in what world? Like, why? But then they do three more fantastic things. So it's tough. But I will say this. They wouldn't be bringing back all of the original villains if they weren't good. Okay, do you think that... I I haven't been really keeping up with it. Is it going to be, like... Like in the same universe, like is the Tom Holland one like gonna connect to the Tony Maguire? Um, I know people well, thought okay, Tony so, Maguire well, was gonna show up. No, I, I mean it's it's all but confirmed. They're, Marvel's just cock teasing us now, but um, no. So uh, the shtick is like, oh no, the multiverse is breaking. Because if you've been keeping up with all the MCU stuff, you know the multiverse is breaking. Wanda kind of broke it, and then Loki really broke it. Um, and now Doctor Strange is gonna break it even more. You know what I hate about the Marvel series? You have to watch them all to get them. You you don't even have to watch all the movies. You have to watch all the freaking TV shows too. And there's a lot of them now. There's, there's Hawkeye. There is um Loki. There's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, there's... what's the one with the Scarlet Witch? Yeah, WandaVision. Okay, well, sorry. Um, yeah. I haven't seen literally any of those. Um, and it sucks too because I will admit, um, at least for WandaVision, for me. It's one of those shows where not a lot happens except for one gigantic world-changing event. Is there only one season? Yeah. Um, there's only one season of all of them so far. Like, Loki definitely worth, worth the watch. If you can only if you only can only watch one of them, do Loki. I'm going to watch it just so I understand the alligator memes that I keep seeing. Dude. Yeah, and, like, Loki, like, was is genuinely, like, good fucking TV. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was really good, too. I like that one a lot. And so far, I also am really enjoying Hawkeye. And I will say this about the shows they're short seasons like i think the longest one is wandavision and it's only eight episodes and okay. and they're about 45 to an hour i gotta finish arcane first yeah but like um but like uh falcon and the winter soldier only six episodes loki's only six episodes hawkeye's gonna come out to only six episodes so like they're not super long series i mean i ended up just binging wandavision i was like yeah screw this i'll just watch it when it all comes out um yeah it took me like a weekend so there is that at least well, there's some hope for me then. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for today. Uh, where could you find us, Zach? Find us everywhere. You can find us on Twitter at Pixel Pals. On isn't it at Pixel Pals Pod? It is. I'm gonna mess this up every it, week. It's Twitter's Pixel Pals Pod. Yep. Our email is Pixel, Pixel Pals, Pals Podcasting at, at Gmail. Uh, we're working on the TikToks. I'm learning. I'm an old soul. Um, so I'm learning how to do the TikToks. Uh at pixel pals on tiktok it's definitely not at pixel there's something else that's like pixel uh, pals pi- pod okay there's something or other we will link it in the show notes yes we <laughs> so will zach will memorize it eventually um, um spotify apple itunes give us them reviews please 
yeah, and if you enjoy the show, uh, try to share it with somebody. We are trying to get our first advertiser. We're working um, on so it. So we need to get 50 concurrent listeners, and we are so close. All We're we at need, like 42 or 43. All we need is your help. There are people out there, although it is not a ton of you. Um, we have some, we appreciate your support. Um, we man, appreciate yeah. you tuning in. And if there's any suggestions, any feedback, you can always email us um, at pixelpalspodcasting at gmail.com. Hell yeah. All right. We Pixel will- Pals out. Peace. Thank you.